Hi and welcome to today's podcast where we have invited Darren Hayden Joseph from LJ Tax USA. Welcome Darren to the show. Thank you for giving us the time today. It is a pleasure to be with you today. Sure. Um Darren, can you also give us a background of uh, what you do and what your firm what your firm specializes in? Okay, I'm HJ Tax and the website really is HJ Tax. So we help demystify the sometimes confusing world of cross-border taxation. So we work with private clients who are exposed to multiple jurisdictions. So essentially, if you just exposed to one single jurisdiction, we're probably on the best team to work with you. But if you are a business owner, investor, nomad, or just an international expat who's exposed to multiple jurisdictions, we can help you structure your situation to be optimal while 100% compliant. And on the back end, we help you with tax returns as well. Now, I understand that It, it can be fairly simple to set up the LLC. You pay a few hundred dollars, and that, that's set up. But uh, mm-hmm. banking is a is a very important element of, especially if it's an operational business that you are trying to set up. Banking is an important element because if mm-hmm. you don't have the bank, you can't start trading. And we see similar mm-hmm. ideas that it's easier to set up the company in Dubai, but when you go and open the bank, you face a very different set of yeah. challenges. Uh, so how does yeah. uh, and also in Dubai, like you can't even open a local bank if you're if you don't if you're not a UAE resident, you have to become a UAE resident to back to 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 even pass that uh, phase or stage. But how does the banking looks like for a foreign resident for the LLC company and what what is the possibilities? What are the challenges on that aspect? I I, I echo your sentiments. Uh, I myself got my Emirates ID. I think two or three years ago, and we went through firsthand just how challenging it is to open a bank account in the Emirates. But it's not just the Emirates. I think it's a global phenomenon, at least in the developed world right now, where banking is, it, you know, it's, it's just a challenge. And you're absolutely right; it's easier to incorporate anywhere in the world, and it's so hard to get a bank account. So, in a way, what we, what we, you know, what we find happening. Is the the entrepreneur, the investor, needs to start with where can I bank first, and where would I like to bank first, and then you look for a, a jurisdiction to pay with that bank, as opposed to vice versa, starting with the incorporation, and, and then go to to banking. Now, in, in the U.S., historically, it it was is relatively easy for for non-Americans to go in and open a bank account, but it has become progressively more difficult as it is in other parts of the world, as, as I previously mentioned. Now, there are online solutions. I'm not going to call any names, but, you know, popular on, online brands that uh, clients do mention and I'm aware of. But s- some of them, when you actually read the fine print, even though the name or the title or the marketing suggests that it's a bank, When you when you take a deeper dive into the fine print, it's not actually a bank; it's a platform. It's a technology platform that sits on top of banking, and so. But I mean, they may serve the purpose of someone who's doing something relatively simple. But if you are doing any, anything more sophisticated, then chances are you could get blocked pretty quickly if frequent transactions, size of the transaction, nature of the business, and so on. And even some of those platforms, I, I, I understand, they're becoming more and more difficult, even to onboard, far less, far less to keep them. Now, the ideal solution that we tell clients really 
is to, I mean, if this, you're serious about doing what you're trying to do in the U.S. and you need a bank, a U.S. dollar bank account, and especially if you want to work with some of the more popular payment platforms like Stripe or, or whatever, it's just to get a, a regular Main Street bank account. So, you know, Wells Fargo, B of A, Bank of America, Chase, fly to the U.S., take all the documentation you'd need, the operating agreement for the company, the incorporation documents for the LLC, your uh, your tax ID, your ITIN, the EIN for the, the tax ID for the company as well, both for yourself and the company. And we get into that perhaps a bit later, as well as be prepared to field lots of questions about your business model. Essentially, it's an interview. But once you go through that process, oh, and proof of address as well. So you sometimes people use uh, a fiduciary like an accountant or a lawyer to open the company. So perhaps that may serve for the banking purposes. Or you'd need to rent office space, virtual or physical. It depends on your situation. But armed with all of that, there's a decent chance of, of opening a bank account. Now, failing that, what we've seen clients do is look offshore, look in other jurisdictions. So to some extent, it was possible, like in Hong Kong and Singapore, where where I'm, I'm, I'm based, I'm based in Singapore, but it, that even that has become progressively difficult. There are offshore banks in the Caribbean that I'm aware of, like real banks with banking licenses, but of course they're not top-tier banks. So understandably they come with an element of risk and the fees are, are quite high. But the point is there are options, but they're not going to be easy and they're not going to be cheap. Thank you. Thank you, Darren. So if you're a six, seven, or eight-figure investor, entrepreneur, or business owner who needs a tailor-made solution from a qualified team of professionals, we can help you achieve the international lifestyle, the freedom, and even the tax savings you're looking for. Visit us at htj.tax and live that international life.